0: Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there, and welcome again to the WP Builds Podcast. Very glad to have you here. This is episode number 184, entitled Limited Client Access vs Full Access. It was published on the 18th of June 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and a few bits and pieces just before we begin. Please, if you feel able to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues if they're into WordPress, please do that in whatever way you see fit. Also, if you're not aware, we have a subscribe page where you can keep up to date with everything we do. We produce quite a lot of content each week, as I'll explain in a moment, but if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, there's a couple of forms you can fill out to get on our email lists, plus you can find us on your favourite podcast player, the some links on that page too. And join our Facebook group of over 2,600 very friendly WordPressers. So that's wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. The other pages to mention are wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. I say each week it's a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week. It's a page full of discount codes for various plugins and themes, all things in the WordPress space. So if you're in the market for something, perhaps go and check it out. Speaking of checking it out, did you know that we produce a podcast every Thursday? You're listening to it now. We also produce a WordPress weekly news, which comes out on a Monday very early in the morning and at 2 p.m. UK time on a Monday. We also have a live version of the news. You can get to that at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. And I'm always joined by some notable WordPress people. And it's a lot of fun. Join in the conversation. That's great. The other page to mention is WPBuilds.com forward slash advertise if you would like to get your product or service in front of a WordPress specific audience, a bit like A-B split test have done. Want to set up your A-B split test in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, really anything. The best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. Check it out at absplittest.com. Just one last thing before we begin, I've started doing a live podcast series where Usually going to be doing them on a Tuesday, I think, with Sabrina zyden Now, Sabrina has a new plugin. I'm helping to promote the AB Split Test plugin. So we thought it might be quite a nice idea to chart the journey for how the plugins grow over time. How do we engage the audience? How do we get people to notice it? What is it? What is that process? What does it look like? Now, we're not coming from a position of expertise. We're learning on the job, if you like. So please feel free to join us. You can find links again at WPBuilds.com forward slash live on a Tuesday, or you can go to our Facebook group and we'll be certain to be posting it in there. Okie dokie, let's get on with the podcast, shall we? Episode number 184, limited client access versus full access. I'm sure you've been here before. How much do your clients really need access in their WordPress website? Do they need full control? Would you even allow them full control? Is that a silly idea? Do they go and break things? Should you limit what they do? It's a bit of a puzzle. I know that I've played with all sorts of different things, installing plugins to allow the editor role to be expanded or contracted, and David also has done this. And so we discussed this thorny topic today. I hope you enjoy it.
1: Hello, today's debate. We are talking about whether we should be limiting client access to WordPress or giving full access. So this debate has gone on for ages, hasn't it, Nathan? Yeah. There's a few caveats. We've got to set up the debate a little bit on this one because both you and I are in a similar position in the fact that we generally are only dealing with one client mm-hmm. who's responsible for the site, so that's probably going to change the way that uh, we view this, I mm. think. But we do behave differently, so you're going to be taking the limited client access, and I'm going to take the full access, but I must admit, I'm taking a side that um, I no longer kind of believe in so much. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to argue
0: from the uh, from the dip, dim, distant memory of, uh, of how you used to do it, but also... Uh, Quick confession up front, I I flip-flop on this one just based upon kind of what the relationship is going forwards with the client, you know, whether they're going to be on a care plan or whether it's just something that I'm, um, you know, kind of handing over uh, or whether they're going to be with me for the foreseeable, whether they've paid up front for 24 months of care or something. It really does depend. And also their technical competence, you know, if they demonstrably demonstrate that they can navigate WordPress and they've got familiarity with it and they know what not to touch that also has an effect so I think that that's good to say at the beginning but we'll take a position one side and and the other and we'll we'll just argue it from those points so yeah mine is limit limit the access you give to clients whereas yours is is full access maybe maybe you want to start because it feels like it feels like the you know having everything open is the way to start and then we'll talk about why you might want to why you Mm. might want to limit it
1: yeah so i mean why i've changed a bit is because i did play around with this just because being new to wordpress and trying to get a good client experience i thought i'd play around with a lot of the sort of tools that were out there where you could kind of white label the experience but Alongside that, I also saw there was a lot of debates about this with a lot of people saying, no, you can't give your clients access. And it made me want to go the other way. So I went totally on the side of full access just for the whole transparency of the business. I wanted to say there's nothing that I'm hiding from them. This is WordPress. Mm -hmm. I'm building your WordPress site. So I really went in. That was my key thing for giving full access, transparency. Just wanted to have that kind of adult relationship with the client where saying, look, you know, this is what I do. I'm helping you with your WordPress site. Nothing to hide here. You know, and that was Actually, my key thing.
0: That's a really nice th- feeling. I think. I think there's a lot of mm. a lot of credibility with that, um, and also mm. just a just a nice feeling that you know we're all into mm. WordPress. Clearly, you and I more than most. But it's it's a nice feeling that you're spreading the word about it, and you're not trying to to hide things. And should they at some point in the future part ways with you, or just become curious the fact that they've got access to everything means that they can do anything without fear of, of butting up against you don't have permission to access this page problems and so on.
1: Yeah, and I had, um, I guess because really, I suppose my first proper client really was my colleague who I worked with. So she really, I was building the sites for her and her uh, clients and often she would be going in and doing work. So when I removed some of the full access from her, She was just like some of the clients I've now got who will just go and Google something on WordPress and realize what they've got isn't what, you know, because most of the articles out there on working with WordPress assume that you've got full admin rights. So then I would just get questions. Can I have access to this or what's going on? Why is this not the same? Yes. I'm sure
0: we've all had that. If you've tried to limit things, the the whole problem of the menu structure on the video that you've shot for them doesn't match up with the menu structure and what they can see. And actually, sometimes I'm not even sure what the menu structure that they can see looks like. That whole nonsense (laughs) of logging out, logging in as as an editor or whatever it might be, checking it all out and then logging back in as yourself and telling them what they can actually see and can't see.
1: Yeah. And the one that really did it for me, I think, is that I used one plugin, a really great plugin, but it did absolutely everything. It did the white labeling, it hid whatever you liked and gave, you know, a whole login experience, but it failed on one update and it it gave permissions on the wrong things. And so it hid the wrong things and revealed the wrong things. And I thought, ah, I just really don't want to touch this. Right. And honestly, to be honest here, I'm kind of moving on to your thing. I hadn't, you really persuaded me, I think, to go along the kind of role of giving people um, the editor access, which mm. is pretty much what I'm doing more of nowadays. Um, because I realized that it's a defined role already. that does most of what I want and most of what they need. Yes. And so... Yeah, so there were the main reasons for not wanting to go that Giving full access was just to keep that kind of transparency for me and not to get into the plugins that could mess things up mm. was my kind of major reason for doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think they're completely legitimate. The reasons that um, that I want to kind of hide things or have hidden things in the past, and again, caveat, is that I do flip and flop on this a little bit, is, is just... It's the burden of having to go back in and mend things that get broken. It's a, some people are a little bit more cavalier than others, shall we say, <laughs> and they, you know, they're just curious and they go around clicking things and and before you know it, they've uh, oh I don't know the, the worst case I suppose would be they've somehow gone into the, the 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 ability to edit the the plugins and things like that and they've deleted bits of code or they've tried to insert some kind of PHP mm. that they copy and paste it off the internet and suddenly the website doesn't work and kind of you've, they've just generated work for no good reason. Um, so there's those kind of fears really. Also just, just kind of making it easier for them to understand, you know, the less menu items that there are and the more, the more they are confined to what it is that they'll be doing on a day-to-day basis. So a perfect example would be a website where the client, you know for a fact that all they need to do is to edit pages which currently exist and create blog posts and delete blog posts and amend those blog posts. Just showing those options and nothing else, no settings, no other things is is just much more straightforward to them. You know, you just mm. log in, do your job, log out, and that's it. There's nothing to, to sort of stumble across or accidentally mess around with. And, whilst that confines their experience with WordPress, it kind of makes their journey through using WordPress a whole lot less painful, you know, and they'll probably come out saying, oh, yeah, our website's built on WordPress. Oh, it never goes wrong. It's an absolute breeze. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so that's good, I think, you know, just to just to make it as simple as possible so that when they log in, the UI is, is straightforward and easy to use. That's probably one of the main reasons I do it.
1: Yeah, and, and I... Sp- I suppose taking the opposite view on that one and why to sort of keep everything open and not limit things is the fact that, and I guess it depends on the ongoing relationship as well. The one thing that's quite nice, if, if they've got everything and they've got full admin rights, it also puts them in a position where they're kind of more responsible for their site, mm. and I'm less so. So if they break stuff because they're messing around, then actually under my circumstances, they need to pay me to fix it. Well,
0: that's a, that is a good point, I suppose, in some sense, having that. You never know. You might generate some work for yourself because you were, uh, <laughs> you know, some paid work for yourself because you've opened things up. I have to say that the whole the whole WordPress um, way of handling permissions, I, do, I still find really curious. As I've said quite a few times in the past, I use Drupal a lot. And although I haven't used Drupal for many years... I would venture to say and I think with some certainty that the the user permission system in Drupal is significantly superior to the way it's handled in WordPress and what I mean by that is not the not necessarily the underlying architecture but the user interface and the ease of setting up user roles um so you know you have to download plugins in WordPress to achieve this or obviously you write your own code but the plugins expose different depending on which plugin that you've gone for so uh, one that i've got on my screen at the moment is one that i'm sure many people have looked at uh, there's one called user role editor uh, it's got lots and lots and lots of downloads Six hundred thousand downloads so clearly it's in use and another much smaller one that i've used in the past is just called editor menu and widget access and it just enables and disables things to appear in the in the menu, if they've got the editor role, and I would encourage people to go and look at that one because I found that to be quite useful mm. in the past. But the point is, you've got to use third-party solutions, and not everything is obvious or straightforward. Whereas in Drupal, you it was out of the box. The CMS comes with it built in, and you just tick boxes, and it's in it's in plain English. You understand exactly what you're ticking, and if you tick it, exactly what somebody will be able to do, and it's very granular. So if you tick this box, anybody with the role of... And you can just type them in in Drupal. You just make up your own user role. So I might have a role of, um, I don't know, superhuman or something like that. And the Mm -hmm. superhuman edit role can... If I tick this box, they can create posts. If I tick this box, they can edit other people's posts. If I tick this box, they can delete other people's posts. If I tick this box, they can create who knows what. And the point is, it's simple tick box structure... Out the box Mm -hmm. dead easy to use and when i came to wordpress i just found nothing like that and i was really (laughs) curious and still to this day i'm i'm curious as to how um the user roles are kind of named and you know you've got lots of underspaces sorry underscores inside those names and you have (laughs) to memorize what they are and what they're called it's it's far less intuitive um yeah. And the the reason I mention that is because I, I think it's significantly more difficult. And so I'm arguing from your point of view, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you are going to be doing this, you do take on a little bit of a burden, whereas in something like Drupal, that was just out of the box easy. But I still do it because I was used to doing it in Drupal, and I liked what it gave me. I liked that it gave me the capability to, to reduce the clutter allow them only things which I wanted them to see and so when I came to WordPress I hankered for that a little bit um, and mm. found found these plugins to to enable me to do it.
1: So this debate wouldn't really happen in Drupal would it no so you really you start with limited access and then you grant it as you go along unless you're the person building the right site.
0: so what you would do yeah. is you would literally tick if you wanted it to be an admin role you would just literally tick every box on that screen. You would just tick them all, and there's an easy way of doing that. It sounds like it'd be really complicated, but you can, you know, you can you can select a bond which selects them all if you know what I mean, um, and then you can just remove them. And it, it was it was really nice in that many times I would have a client and I would limit their access to something, and then I'd get a phone call to say, "Why can't we?" And I would literally go in and tick a box which was so transparently obvious what it was what its purpose was and click save and then whilst they're on the phone to me i'd say now try it and oh yeah thanks got it right we can do that now that's great and i think that's much more difficult to achieve but i still wish to do it because i i like i like as i've said before i I like it to be simple for them to see and use and also just have less clutter and so on and so forth there's also the argument though of Hiding things that really they've got no business seeing. So I suppose it depends on what you're, whether you've got them on a yeah. care plan or not. But hiding things like plug-in licenses, for example, that's a whole debate. Mm. And I'm sure we've all been bitten where somebody's got your, let's say, for example, Gravity Forms license, which is a, an annual subscription. You've got to pay for that. Mm. And all of a sudden, you find that they've moved hosts. They're no longer communicating with you, but they've got your Gravity Form license and probably will have for the rest of time and yeah. you're going to keep you know probably paying for it for the other sites that you've got but maybe um maybe they shouldn't have had it in the first place you know
1: yeah well, I've definitely had that. I've had because they've got full admin access. It means they can just install a plugin, duplicate the site, and disappear with all the licenses intact. And although we can disable them, most of them, yeah, um, from the plugins themselves, it's still a job to do. And not all of them could be. I remember ShortPixel. I needed to have changed my license key. If it wasn't that the client did, did do the job for me and removed it, but uh, yeah, oh so really? Because that has a material
0: yeah. impact, doesn't it? On On your, your so short pixel is a it crunches images down and makes them Mm. shorter, uh, sorry, smaller Mm -hmm. in size. And, um, and and you've got a limited amount of those images that you can crunch a month based upon a license. Mm. So, a client having that, that's that could actually impact your business in
1: some way, modest though it may be. Yeah, it would have been quite a job because I mean, they couldn't really block. That key, they, you would need to create a new key, so that would be a job of installing that into all existing clients. Fortunately, this client was good, and they they did remove it, so they didn't use it any longer. But mm. uh, yeah, that was one example of where, you know, the dangers. So I'm not really arguing my case. Let me go to a point where I can argue the opposite. So with full access, there are certain plugins which are not available, to the editor. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know you're going to argue this. So one example might be if, again, if you're on a budget, if you wanted to use something like Analytify, which gives you your statistics from Google in the back end of your site, in your dashboard, if you want to use the free version of that, uh, that's only available to admins to get that information. So if I restrict that, I would definitely need to pay for the paid version of that.
0: Yeah, I, I suspect as always there'll be a way around that, won't there? But for most people, that's just a bridge too far. They don't want to go and figure out how that's done and so on and so forth. So, yeah, it's a fair point. I've run into that loads of like loads of times where you just think, why wouldn't an editor be able to do that? That just seems really contrary to the spirit of what this plugin, for example, is offering. I just can't see a I can't see a use case where an editor wouldn't have an option to be able to view their data you'd think the plugin author would have added that in but in many cases they haven't they've always taken the assumption that right the only the admin gets gets hold of whatever this plugin's doing um and that's Mm. just how we're building it and and then you have to go in and figure out ways to well either purchase a key to to unlock that functionality or modify it or change plugins or whatever yeah i can see the point and that's that's got me so many times going hunting around for sort of snippets of code here and there or, you know, getting in touch with the developer and saying, is there any way that the editor yeah. can do this? And then in some cases, getting so frustrated with the fact that I can't work it out, just making, <laughs> making it's, kind of contrary, it's going to be contrary to everything I've just said, making them an admin anyway, just because really the budget isn't in this project for me to go wasting time hunting this stuff down.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure in the cases where I've wanted to restrict and allow access, so the things that I've needed to to change about the uh, editor role have been access to forms and access to the theme options mm. as well, which I've wanted to allow, which aren't there. But when it comes to some plugins, Analytify was my example, um, you know, you can't because you can't do that with a roles plugin, I don't believe, because it's, it's, it's not one of the official roles that, that prevent you from seeing that information. Right, so
0: there isn't okay, a hook in yeah. there that that Rolls plugin can get a hold of and and make it enable it. No,
1: no, I, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, that's yeah, fair enough; it's their business model. But it's just one example of why you know, giving somebody free, open use, they they've got access to certain free plugins that they can use, which you wouldn't they wouldn't normally be able to.
0: It is curious using these. Um, these plugins to uh, to figure out what certain permissions will be allowed to which user role it is It is curious sometimes what happens. you know you go in and tick a box and something utterly unexpected occurs on their end because the the naming conventions are sometimes so inexplicable and difficult to to sort of figure out. I've done that so <laughs> many times as I said earlier, just essentially you've got an incognito window open over here. Um, on a different screen with a, a contrived editor user that I've just invented. And I go and tick a box on the on the plugin thinking, well, it's definitely going to do what I want. And then you go over and, ah, curious, nothing seems to have changed. Uh, or if it has changed, no, that's not what I wanted. And there's quite a lot of cat and mouse trying to figure out which boxes to tick. And honestly, I think I've wasted quite a lot of hours figuring that out. And I do it infrequently enough that I never memorize what these things are. So every time I wish <laughs> yeah. to do this, I kind of I have to sort of begin again. I haven't got a template figured out for, OK, these are the ones that I typically wish to tick. I should probably just screenshot it or something. That would be probably an easier way of tackling it.
1: Yeah. Do you know, I mean, one of the things I'll get in again from my side, which is the limited client access, I've not really seen any difference going from one to the other. So when I limited it, I I mentioned I had a few issues with it. When I've gone full access as a reaction to that, I also, I've I've really lost all those issues. Nobody's come to me and said it's really complicated in the back end. They just don't go to where I don't show them to go. So they don't go into the plugins and they don't go into these extra options which have been added to my menu, which you see as an admin. So I kind of question whether that much is gained from the user perspective. Don't, yeah. don't most of the clients only do a, a very limited number of things and they just learn their little roots and ignore the rest? You know, I think you're probably right in that if
0: I was to be confronted, let's say somebody's, oh, I don't know, I start work on something and they say, well, you need to log into our CRM. You've never seen this CRM before, but just log in and um, and do these do these particular tasks. I would just do that. I'd follow the instructions. I wouldn't sort of try and figure out, oh, what can I do with this CRM that I that I shouldn't be allowed to do? Let me go and poke around and see what happens. No, I probably wouldn't. I, I suppose it does come from a position of just wishing to save the, the possibility that they're going to do something wrong. And then, of course, there are a lot of people who deliberately go out and try to hide WordPress and go to great lengths to to completely... Yeah. Re- well, okay, that's that's extreme. Some people do wish to remove WordPress. Many people just wish to remove any option, like I described. Um, but there are a lot of people who completely modify their WordPress install. So I'm thinking of things like, um, you know, WAZ sites. And yeah. they're selling the, the ability to publish a website. They're selling that as a platform. And, and and they don't, for some reason, don't wish to acknowledge that it's it's WordPress that has built this. I suppose, in a sense, they're afraid that that would, would cheapen the offering, maybe make people mm. question whether or not there's actually any value if WordPress is free. And so they go and they they hide it, you know, change the colors, remove the WordPress logo, fiddle with the menus, move them up and down, add widgets. Mm. And so there's a load of plugins that we've talked about extensively in the past, especially on the news that as they constantly get updated, like... Um, you know, plugins that enabled you to completely modify the dashboard.
1: Mm.
0: And and I'm, I'm sort of torn on those. I, I haven't so far used those kind of plugins. All I've done is disable or enable things which would have been enabled to an admin user. I've just made them non-available or available, depending. I haven't gone to yeah. the lengths of customizing the dashboard. So it's got, I don't know, a welcome video or it's got some... Uh, form on there where they can contact me for support or something but I know a lot of people have done that and I suppose doing that you can lock things down and make the journey for them a little bit easier
1: yeah and I've definitely played around with this you know it's when I'm kind of finding my feet on what my business is supposed to be about you know and I've been swayed by people so that's why I played around with a lot of this stuff you know it wasn't just about my client's user experience, there was an element where to a point I wanted to hide it and claim it was kind of my work, you know, mm. uh, in the early days. I've entirely, I, I feel for my type of business, I've kind of grown up from that one now. It's like, no, no, look, you know, I just work with you. My skills are enough, surely, to to see the value in me. So I don't try and hide it. And I try and I think for me personally, I'm much happier with that kind of openness with it because I'm quite happy with who I am, and I I kind of want less of the responsibility for what might happen to WordPress and the plugins that I look after.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I do, I do find that curious. I've never hidden WordPress, but I've hidden capabilities, <coughs> as I said. I wonder, I wonder mm. if there is some legitimacy in that. I'm trying to put myself in the position of somebody who was. Coming to me wishing to have a website built, and I don't necessarily announce that I'm using WordPress right from the offset. I might just say, you know, I'll talk about websites in general. I'll talk about mm. the fact that that we we use a you know a, a, what's called a um, a CMS and things like that, mm. and won't necessarily talk about WordPress, and certainly don't get into the whole conversation about plugins that you could use to do it. And I wonder if that's some part of me that feels that if they realize that this can be achieved through a free CMS and in some cases free plugins, if I'm kind of Mm. reducing my likelihood of getting that client on board, uh, the, the reality of course is that if somebody's coming to me wanting to have a website built, it's because I can build it because I know over many years which ones are of use and which ones are not of use and which ones I can work with. And they simply don't have the time you know, in the same way that I don't go to the mechanic and ask him how he's going to fix the car, and then say, "Yeah, do you know what? I think I'll just take it home and do it myself." It's just not what you do, is it? I, I need to no. need to get out of that a bit more and embrace it a bit more like you do. But I don't hide WordPress. But then again, I don't really push it at the beginning because I just think it clutters that debate. Word what? WordPress? What? What's that? Um, yeah. Just sort of don't mention it until later on in the process.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, definitely I've changed over the time. And if you've got a model, you know, really where you are, I guess, kind of value pricing model, particularly, you know, where you're taking the view that clients don't need that, they're looking for the end results, that's what you're selling that you're going to be more led towards the idea of limiting certain access so they don't see the tools that you're using and I've gone mm. completely <laughs> although I was always tempted by that I've realized you know my best model for me is going to be the complete opposite of that so I've kind of embraced it and I start right from the beginning with this is WordPress and why I think it's quite a good choice for you
0: yeah uh, yeah it's interesting you know. and again shooting myself in the foot somewhat here
1: Um, On the occasions where
0: I've given clients complete admin rights, I'm struggling to find an episode where that's backfired, where the client has just gone, like I said earlier, all cavalier and has just started to fiddle and broken things. Most of it is the opposite, actually, is that clients wish to do things and suddenly realize there's a limitation. And usually it's a limitation which I hadn't foreseen so you know the plugins that I've installed, limiting the capabilities. I hadn't, I hadn't tried every single permutation of everything, and then I suddenly realised that something that I said that they could do, they actually can't do, and then I've had to yeah. go and uh, unbreak that. Whereas if they've got the capability at the outset, yeah. Interesting.
1: So, yeah, I think I've swapped sides, David. (laughs) I think I've swapped sides because I'm going to argue again. Um, Well, Although both sides, really, because one of the things was, um, because I'm looking after the sites and I've got to look after the security of those sites. Mm. Really, I don't want the clients installing plugins that I don't really trust because some are not so great on the security and I won't know about it until the next update until it shows up in my main wp dashboard or something so you know this is and <laughs> i think i've managed to tell most clients please talk to me if you want it's your site and you could do it but please talk to me because i've got some experience with this mm. and there was one client and this is where in a way it's for limiting is a good thing but the other day one of my clients who does seem to shove in his own plugins and doesn't ask me about it I just did, it. he put in a plugin, I can't remember the name of it. And I thought, oh, he's done it again. What is it? And I looked at it, and it was this fabulous plugin I'd not seen before. And I thought, I'm going to use that more. often. Oh. <laughs> I thought, he must have done his research on it. It was really, it, I can't remember what the plugin's called. Oh, oh that's really curious. So you actually learned yes. something. But you I know learned what?
0: Do you know what's really nice about that is that you've, you've clearly, well, I say you've clearly, Maybe maybe this person was familiar with WordPress prior to you building their WordPress website but perhaps not they've um, they've taken it on board and they've become a member of the community and anybody who's found themselves onto the, the WordPress repo probably through mm-hmm. the the admin interface you know probably not going out searching on Google who knows um, is, is kind of like getting into the whole the whole ecosystem you know the community at large and so that's I think that's actually a total win
1: yeah so it's it's funny it can work both ways but i just i thought that particularly with this one person who installs plugins but his choices are, are pretty good but the last one i just thought oh wow i didn't know about this by a good developer it was a really useful thing
0: yeah yeah and of course that's a another <laughs> debate altogether isn't it the the plethora of things which they could go and install but uh, yes again yes. in my defense uh sticking it to the limited side that person could just as easily have stuck in a real dud mm. and made your life a little bit more difficult by sticking something in and then expecting it to work because honestly if you're not if you're not familiar with wordpress and the way that the whole ui looks you would assume to a great extent yeah. that all plugins just work the way this platform's is built is you hey, just add a plugin it just works yeah. There's going to be no problem. And, of course, some things can have catastrophic effects on all sorts of things.
1: Yeah. Do you know what, and I think one that I've seen with people that I'm not managing, um, and I've gone and looked at their sites, is a whole bunch of people, when the G- uh, GDPR stuff came out, they m- must have installed many of those kind of cookie oh, policy plugins and yeah. stuff like that. And I think nearly <laughs> most of the ones I've seen of those have had some security issues somewhere down the line. And mm. in fact, I've had to fix people's sites because of installing those plugins. Do you, yeah. um, do, you, do you offer different... I know that you've been arguing from the full site, full
0: access point <laughs> yeah. of view, but do you, based upon what your per- perception is of whether they'll stay with you, like let's let's assume that's a care plan, or, you know, they're going to mm. continue to pay you some money. Do you offer do you offer a different approach to this? You know, in other words, if if they're not going to be sticking with you, upon finishing the site, do you then turn them over as ad turn it over as admin, or would you would you keep it limited on the basis that I don't know, maybe there's some licenses in there, or maybe they'll come back to you for some additional work later on because they've discovered limitations.
1: Uh, you know what? I mean, that's that's kind of almost another debate in this, isn't it, about who owns the, the site a bit, isn't mm. it? I mean, my mm. view is simply... I mean, I do now, so I've gone over to your side, I do now limit the access initially that I give people, and there's some videos that explain that I've done that, but I also tell them that at any point they can have full administrative rights, but also if they're leaving they just get zoomed up to full admin that's it okay. simple as that yeah, yeah. I, I can't see any i can't see any downside to yeah, that you know if they're
0: not on your hosting if they're not yeah. going to be continuing to pay you anything um and presumably if you've explained the the licensing and how they need to take those on board for themselves um yeah it just it's a no brainer isn't it here's the site there you go upload that to your <laughs> server it, you're on your own but we're here it if you need be... help
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would be so tempting, though, to not give, you know, um, that access. But then I don't know how they would move the site, really. I don't know how that would work. No,
0: no. Interesting.
1: Um, yeah, I, I think
0: during the course of this debate, I think I I think I probably have changed position a little bit, but I, I don't think I'm going to change a lot. I think on most sites where I'm going to be having an ongoing relationship, I'm going to stick to the editor role and use more more often than not... Use this editor menu, what's it called again? Editor menu and widget access. I really have enjoyed using that one. It has made the process a lot easier. Um, and then if they're not going to be sticking with me, just admin all the way, even at the point of building the site. But I suppose I've got to figure out at the beginning whether or not they're going to be sticking with me. But usually I've worked that one out by the time they've signed on the dotted line.
1: Yeah, and I, I already was moved to your direction anyway but I think we're probably in the same place with the way that we work we're not hiding anything we'll try and make it as easy as possible for them to avoid some issues but it's their choice at the end of the day isn't it
0: yeah it's interesting as well because I think the badge of WordPress the, 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 the sort of brand of WordPress is becoming a real positive positive. Um, and although it's free to use um, I, I don't think it's anything to hide away from. In fact, I think it's something that you can use to say, "Well, currently, it's about thirty-six and a half percent of the world's top ten million websites are using it." That's a really, that's a really powerful message. And you know, hiding it maybe, maybe is something that is going to work uh, against you because they'll kind of expect you to have written all the code yourself to understand every line of it, and when you hit a problem which you will do at some point with a lot of these these things the idea that you you aren't immediately able to fix it because you've got yeah. to write a support ticket to some developer elsewhere because their plugin seems to be the problem that might cause problems
1: yeah absolutely and i i wonder if even though we all know wordpress is free but i'm wondering really is most people who go into it really do think of it as free that because because premium plugins have become so central to this that mm. i'm wondering if that's the case do people still see it as oh it's wordpress it's free so it doesn't really you know it's not got any value i don't know if that's the case any longer yeah
0: not not a, not a position i've ever really taken like i said i don't mm. describe it right at the very mm. outset because it just seems to me those conversations usually are about mm. look you need a website this this is what yeah. we can do for you and it you know yeah it just doesn't seem to be a lot of mileage talking about WordPress too much. Um, yeah. But then, as things develop and you realise, okay, this is a this is a bit of a lead now. Uh, okay, we're getting closer to the this becoming a, a contract and so on. I, I don't have any problem mentioning WordPress, and I mention it multiple times in my um, in my contracts and so on and so forth.
1: Yep. So we got a conclusion: is it, it really for us? It's kind of limited, yeah. and full exam- access both can be applied
0: yeah i think i think for me in a typical install i'm going to limit access not out of any desire to hide anything just just out of a desire to make it easier for them really clutter free and so on and that's probably what i'll do and then if they're moving away just tick you know go into their user profile make them an administrator click save and then hand it over and say you know now you can you can do anything that you like just be careful
1: yeah yeah It'd be fabulous to hear people who take a, a completely opposing view and they want to l- limit the access. Well, people who have ownership, who claim ownership over their sites, you mm-hmm. know, and that would be very interesting. Like the the WAS, as you're saying, yeah, yeah, indeed, yeah. Those views. And that seems yeah. to be a growing
0: phenomenon as well. So yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. put some comments below. Feel free to do that. Uh, you can always put, put some comments in our Facebook group, wpbuilds. forward slash. Facebook, if you fancy doing that. That was a nice little debate. I enjoyed that. Thanks, David. Yeah,
1: yeah, me too. Cheers. Bye.
0: Well, that was interesting. I always like chatting to David about these things. I hope that you enjoyed it. Maybe we have a similar position to you. Maybe we're entirely different and you have a new and interesting way of limiting access for your WordPress website clients. If so, and you'd like to comment, please head over to WPBuilds.com. Leave a comment underneath the post or head to our Facebook group, WPBuilds.com forward slash Facebook and leave a comment on the post that you'll find there. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by AB Split Test. Want to set up your AB Split Test in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else buttons, images, headers, rows, really anything. And the best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out at absplittest.com. Okie dokie. I hope that you'll come back and join us next week. Next Thursday we'll have a new podcast. Also, on a Monday, like I said, there's the live news and the regular news. So hopefully we'll see you at some point. All that remains for me to do is to fade in some dreadful cheesy music as we do each week and say bye bye for now.